Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know why I had so, to be so enthusiastically a yay, but there you go. A yay. A yay yay. <laughs> I'm a yay. What were you saying? You were about to say something and I totally just uh, interrupted you. So when I count down, I tap my foot to keep on pace and oh. uh, it's hard to do sitting. Like I usually, when I'm standing. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'm When are you going to get sit. your standing desk back, set up, back up? Uh, uh, when you be, move to your house. <laughs> yeah. November 10th-ish. All right. Is that still yes. on track, by the way? Yes. Cool. Yes. And did I tell you we got an offer on our other house? No, you did not. I didn't know you put it up on the market yet. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was oh, on the shit. market for two weeks, just a little over two weeks. Maybe, maybe, I don't think it quite got three. I think it was maybe like 16 days or something like that, 16, 17 days. Yeah. And uh, so we got an offer and it was signed, officially signed either yesterday or day before. Oh, and, nice. um yeah, so assuming that all goes through, and then we got our house over here, and it, yeah, everything's sweet. Everything's going. Yeah, everything's coming up roses. That's right, Millhouse or Millhouse, whatever. I don't know. Where's that saying come from? Because Millhouse, I think. Okay, because that's Even what I was. I think it's like thinking. cookies, right? Toll House. Uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe. <laughs> what are you about to pull something out of your butt? I'm oh, sorry. Yes, I am. yes this is me about to make something up this is how you know um well okay because i think i used to hear the phrase everything's coming up toll house which was like a chocolate chip cookie commercial i think and then but now i hear millhouse which makes which i know is a simpsons reference so i wonder if the simpsons reference is a a (laughs) reference to the cookie (laughs) anyway it's, okay, it's, so apparently it's memes within memes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look it up because I, I yes, just make yes. shit? <laughs> yes. Okay. Trust but verify. <laughs> That's fair. Always do that with me, actually. <laughs> so the original phrase was everything's coming up roses. Oh, okay. Yeah, which okay. I don't know was that what um, I said? where that came from. You said Toll House. But what did I say before that? I said something. Everything's coming up something. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, it's fine. We'll, we'll listen and to then, it. Uh, <laughs> and then it is Millhouse because of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. But the original phrase is Everything's roses. Coming Up Roses. But which not. is a song. Everything. By else. Julie Stein. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. The more you know. <laughs> Useless trivia. <laughs> so how are you doing, Stacey? <laughs> we just started talking. We didn't even. Yeah, we, we just went right hello. into it. Hey, sometimes yep. that's what you got to do. That's true. You know, that's true. Yep. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, doing okay this week. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I've been better, but mostly it's because I got my third booster yesterday. Woo! Um. So now I um, 
feel like ass. Um, but oh, I, no. <laughs> I, um, I got the COVID shot and I went to Walgreens and they were like, yes, you should also take the flu shot because the CDC recommends that you or says that you can take them both. And so I looked it up and I was like, yes, the CDC says this. So <laughs> Ashlyn and I both. Yeah, I verified. <laughs> I trusted, but verified. Um, Ashlyn and I both went to Walgreens and got our COVID boosters in one arm and the flu shots in the other. And um, and I was okay-ish until late to yesterday. And then I just wanted to sleep. And so I pretty much just slept. And then I got up this morning and went to work because I was like, it's Halloween stuff. And I've got to go do Halloween stuff at work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a dork and I felt okay. I took some medicine, like some ibuprofen or whatever, and I felt okay at the beginning. But then I like got up and walked around, <laughs> which was apparently a bad idea. Oh. Um, and then I felt pretty crappy. Um, and so then I came home early and slept. It's funny though, because we did, um, we did costumes at work because mm-hmm. we're, we are those types of people. Um, <laughs> And I had the idea that we should all do like plays on words or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people on my team suggested that I should be the grammar police, which is not okay. exactly a play on words, but I was like, okay, you know, whatever, I can make this work. So mm-hmm. I, I went as the grammar police. So I had a t-shirt that said grammar police and I had a, a hat that had there, there, and there in the three different ways that you write it. <laughs> um, and I had handcuffs and sunglasses and whatever. And it was just like, I did not think it was that. I thought I was like phoning it in. Like it right. was not that. It, but I won best original costume. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. okay. Uh, that's There were so many other costumes that were so much better than mine. But cool. Whatever, guys. <laughs> yeah. I can see how that would be good because you have to, you know, like it is like, I don't know, like, you know, you're turning a phrase into something, not like just going and buying a costume at Party City, you know? Right, right. But still, anyway, it was fine. It was, it was, I was, I was grateful to get that, even though uh, the award ceremony or whatever was not until after I was like, I can't handle it anymore. I'm going home. And so I I wasn't there to receive my reward. Yes. I had to, what, what do they call it when you take it? At the Oscars in abs- absentia, in absentia, oh, is that the? St- I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Hold on. In absentia. Oh, what the hell? I just wrote something really weird. Um, I'm not real. I think I still have a um a fever, so I'm a little bit. Oh wow. Um, yes, in absentia is the uh is the phrase while okay. while not present at the event being referred to. Okay. <laughs> So, I I accept my most original costume award in absentia. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking an Oktoberfest beer by nice. a brewery called Harpoon, which is from Boston. So it's not technically local local but it is east coast local or northeastern local ish okay um i was trying to find just like a variety pack beer um and from around here but i couldn't either find one you know yeah like it's like a 12 pack of cans and it'll have like three or four different flavors in it oh oh from like uh a specific brewery 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different flavors. I see. Yeah. Yes. Um, and this one, I was like, well, this looks interesting. And they're like literally no writing on the box as far as where it was from and so i mean it said it said harpoon but it didn't say like where so um i just googled it when i got home and i was like eh, close enough but uh <laughs> it's got this oktoberfest but my favorite in it it has a uh it's an amber red and it's called a flannel red flannel or flannel red Ooh, or something like that yeah I like and that it's name. A, yeah that one's that one's really good that one's my favorite um other than that they have a ipa and a hazy ipa so it's a harpoon yes. beer harpoon yeah, harpoon oktoberfest yeah oktoberfest cool that's neat um yeah yeah i like the the sound of a red flanner flan flanner a red flanner red flanner. flanner um but i also really like uh red ales in general too so yeah you know too. that that works I'm still having a hard time. I thought uh, just like Chicago was the only one that was like, oh, all IPAs all the time. But apparently that's just the trend now because yeah. over here I'm having a hard time finding something that's not an IPA. And I'm just like, seriously? I mean, I can drink IPAs now. They're just not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I mean, honestly, that's even the case down here. We have the breweries and stuff and we and they do have other things, but mm-hmm. The IPAs are still the most popular everywhere. Ugh. And it's just like, what well, I don't understand. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. It is. And I mean, the other thing is that I literally don't know anybody who really likes IPAs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, so who are they catering to? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't. Thomas doesn't. His dad doesn't. Um, nobody at work does. So I'm just like, who actually drinks the IPAs? <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things where marketing is just forcing us to like something, you know, like, yeah, I think about that all the time about stuff that becomes trendy. And I'm like, you all realize it just became trendy because like stores started making it and then selling it to you. Like, it's not like these people went out and made something to make it, you know, like, right, exactly. It's not like the product is is superior. It's just the marketing is superior. Exactly. Maybe IPAs are like a lot cheaper to make and they are, they're really leaning into them. They're like, everybody wants these because they are the cheapest things. I don't know. Yes. I don't either. That's me being cynical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I agree with it. (laughs) You approve of this message. Yeah. So what are you drinking? Well, I am drinking uh, tea. (laughs) What? No wine tonight? No. Well, I don't feel good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, it's probably good. Don't suppress yeah. your immune system right now when it's creating stuff. When it's like making the making things to steal the four cans away. Mm-hmm. You've seen mm-hmm. that, right? That TikTok yeah. about how the... Okay. I think I showed it to you or somebody showed it to you. You've seen it. Yes. Anyway. The internet. Four cans. <laughs> the internet. Four cans. Yes. Um, I'll link it in show notes. I'm making a, neat, a note to do it yes. so that people can see it. Because it's like there's this TikTok... Okay, sorry. Digression. Um, there's a TikTok video that's not very long that does the best job, I think, out there of explaining how the RNA, like, uh, vaccines work. And so mm-hmm. I will show that in show notes. But, yeah, I don't feel great. And actually, like, I haven't drank since Saturday. <laughs> what? So, yeah. Well, that's I mean. a record. It is a record, like, since dry January, I think. I haven't gone this long, but I just, I was so, (laughs) I was, anyway, yeah, I uh, (laughs) I 
did not. You had a real good time. I had a real good time, and I really had no desire to drink anything <laughs> uh, all week long. Um, and then, of course, I got my shots yesterday, so I didn't drink anything last night. I'm not drinking anything tonight, but maybe tomorrow. We'll see how I feel. Um, yeah. But so no I'm pressure. drinking. I mean, you don't, it's okay to not drink. <laughs> feel like you're letting me down or something yes i'm not part of the i'm not part of the cool club anymore i'm not drinking any alcohol um (laughs) but i am drinking some more august uncommon tea this is i'm drinking the by barrett's 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 i don't know how you say this b-i-a-r-r-i-t-z flavor but it's, hmm. vel- it's a velvety rouboy with amaretto and orange blossom, which is very, Ooh. very good. So that is what I am drinking right now at this red hot yeah. moment. That sounds good. It's, you know, I'm not drinking alcohol, but I'm drinking something that tastes slightly like alcohol. Amaretto. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know. Well, so, um, <laughs> so speaking of getting a little too tipsy, I... Um, <laughs> I, we went to dinner last night and we went to this Jamaican themed place and they Ooh. had a rum punch that was just like, it was their house special and it was just literally in like this giant barrel and oh they my had gosh. just like, yeah. And I, and Flaming you, rum punch. Yes. And, um, so I ordered it and James was like, are you, can you drink rum? And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. So I got it and I was like, Ooh, this is, this is a little strong. Like they mixed it kind of strong. I had one, okay. One glass of punch and I was tore up. Are you like, serious? Oh my God. Yes, I, and I was like, James is like, he was like, you were really drunk. I don't know if like rum just affects me worse. Cause I think did I have rum in that? Is rum in Long Island ST that time? The, the, yes. the incident of 20, was it 2020? <laughs> December 2020 or whatever. Um, so there's that. And then, of course, you know, there's the story of me getting way too drunk on my honeymoon uh, with rum. And so that, like, I don't know if my body's just like, get it out, get it out. Right. <laughs> you know, I've always wondered. I have no idea. I've never looked this up. But maybe this is a discussion for another time. But mm-hmm. I... I've always wondered about that because I feel like to kill you, to kill you, <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> is that to subconscious kill. right there? Is that yes, the Freudian to slip? <laughs> <laughs> to kill you, to kills you. Um, yep. That whenever I drink that, I tend to also have a very similar reaction. Like it, I will huh. like, like I'm, I'm yeah. over it. I'm, yeah. I am on the other side very wow. quickly. So I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's uh anyway, mm-hmm. that's an interesting thought Very, we'll do some research yes. on it that'll be a future future weekly buddy time topic <laughs> yeah like can you if, when you get really drunk on something can you get drunk on it fast does it make you get drunk on it faster right or yeah. does different alcohol just affect different people at different oh rates? yeah 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 like i don't know like do you have us yeah. i don't metabolize it differently i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't either I that's don't why that's why i go look it up yep future topic future topic <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of topics, mm-hmm. it is uh, the end of the month. Uh, every yep. all of our all of our listeners will be listening to this at the very beginning of November, uh, but we are mm-hmm. recording it at the very end of mm-hmm. October. So mm-hmm. it might be a good time to reflect on how we did with our goals for this month, and then make some plans for new ones. So I guess we'll start with our reflections. And okay. do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So, um, this was, or for October, the funny thing was, I I was pretty sure, 
I remembered what my goal was, but I wanted to make sure exactly what my goals were. And <laughs> yeah. uh, this was that day that I, uh, I can't remember why I went out, but I, <laughs> man, I, apparently I get drunk a lot. I came back drunk. <laughs> I, I sent you, <laughs> I sent you a picture of my notes afterwards and they yes. were like, pretty much unreadable yes. well i was able to decipher at least a small piece and um <laughs> was able to uh pick up that my goal was to acclimate to the area because yes 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 it was, and, sounds like uh, you've been acclimating with alcohol a little bit <laughs> yeah apparently I'm getting, I'm getting to know their alcohol real well um, but uh the and i had made two goals for which means, man, I'm good at this when I'm drunk, apparently, because I even thought of my little minor goals. Right. And they were to explore and to discover landmarks. Okay. Uh, so, uh, hold on. I just thought of something else to add. Okay. Uh, uh, allow, I'll okay. allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so, as far as exploring, I would say that that was a success because... We've walked around the little downtown, at least in the harbor area. So there's little areas called like Riverside, Federal Hill, Fells Point, Inner Harbor. And, and of course, we live in Locust Point right now. And so we, we walked the dog and we just like walked around all those places. Okay. So we definitely explored. So um, the can, cool I ask, can I ask a quick follow up question just to yes. give me just to give me and maybe the listeners a, a visual of this? The, mm-hmm. you, you're talking about these different sections of town. How big are these sections? Are they like a mile, two miles, five miles, ten miles? Like about how big? Because if you're just like walking around to walk the dog, like in my head, I'm like, God, you walked all over the freaking city to walk your dog? <laughs> but if it's just like a couple of blocks that are all like next to each other, like that makes more sense. I'm just curious how it's laid out because I have yeah. no idea. Okay. I would say they're probably about a mile. Um, now, like, we live at the very edge of Locust Point. So, like, when we walked from Locust Point to the next one over is Riverside. Uh-huh. When we walked from Locust Point to Riverside, like, that wasn't probably a full mile because we're at the very edge of Locust Point. I you know see. What I'm saying? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, like, typically when we walk the dog, we walk them for about a mile. But sometimes we'll do, like, two miles if we're out exploring. So, yeah. you know, we're, yeah, we're not walking like crazy. And when we went to the other side and over to um, Fells Point, we drove when we mm. went over there. Um, okay. And we're okay. actually doing a ghost tour o- over there tomorrow. Oh, we're going to take yes. the water taxi over nice. and do a ghost tour. Yeah, I'm excited. But uh, the cool thing about Federal Hill is... It is, there's this park in the middle of it, and it is up on this hill, like a really steep hill. <laughs> and it's the federal hill. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> it had a fort on top of it. And like, oh, the really? Cannons were, yeah. And the cannons were still there. And that was an actual like defense point for, um, you know, during some war. I don't know. But <laughs> I need to. <laughs> okay. Hold, hold on. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> you, the, the war that it was a defense point for is kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> that's an important that's an important piece of this um, uh, federal federal hill I'm looking, I'm looking up you okay. keep on you keep on okay okay um so obviously i didn't read the little uh plaques that were there but um but it's oh, just they really used cool. this in a war <laughs> the you, you don't think they did is that what you said no i just said oh they used it oh. in a war. Uh, it was a yeah. defensive stronghold during the war of 1812 Okay, okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but it's cool being up there and you're thinking, wow, like this whole thing was a, 
for like you can just imagine like all the you know and like all the soldiers you know and all that yeah. and it's a very good advantage point and so um yeah i don't know it was it was a really neat thing and i think as we explore this whole east coast more i think it'll be fun to see all the historic stuff um yes yes US history stuff so um so i think so we did that um we found a, a little local hangout i've talked about it a couple times already but it's yes. called harry's and it's just like this little hole in the wall bar that we've been uh <laughs> hanging out at and talking to na- uh, strangers and neighbors and stuff so You're about to say natives <laughs> natives yes talking to, natives. <laughs> talking to the natives yeah um so outside of the city we bought a house so obviously that's kind of settling into the area yes Um, yes we have been eating at some the local restaurants and coffee shops uh we have i don't think we've really eaten at any chains or anything um but the i will say we haven't tried crab yet and i know i am still vegetarian but i do want to try crab because i mean come on i'm in baltimore i feel like i have to try crab right Um, so I, we have not tried crab yet. We have not gone to Fort McHenry that's down here. Um, and we haven't been to, I think, uh, Edgar Allan Poe's. I know his gravesite's here. And I, I don't know if his house, well, there's like a museum. So we haven't been to the museum yet. Uh, so we okay. haven't done that. So those are some big things that we still need to do. Um, we did try the local beer, which was Natty Natty Bow. I think, right. I, think I talked about that. Yeah, you've talked about um, the Natty Bow. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because it's not made here anymore. It's made over in Wisconsin now because another company came in and bought out the thing. So we were talking about it at Harry's and we said something about we were surprised that more people didn't drink Natty Bow. And they were like, like disgusted. You know, they were just like, well, it's not even made here anymore. You know, like it's it's like like, like, sellouts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we were like, oh, we're not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> we're not mention it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and then as far as work goes, kind of getting more familiar there. I did do one-on-ones with all of my team, so I kind of got to know them. And then just working on, uh, you know, learning the the team in the area. So yeah, I, f- I feel like I did pretty good. There's a couple things, like I said, the crab and uh, a couple landmarks that I didn't hit. But in general, we've been pretty busy exploring. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, every single time that we talk, it's like you're you've gone out to someplace to do something and you've come home. Yeah. So yeah, do not think that you have been just like sitting around your apartment and not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. So that's good. Yeah. So it has been um, the more we live in the city, we are, you know, it is pretty dangerous here, which is what people said. But we, we kind of see in the news and getting some alerts and stuff about crime that's happening. Yeah. And so uh, last night when we went to that Jamaican place, we actually walked there and it's probably like four blocks down, but it's towards like everyone's like, oh, no, this is the safe area. But um, I'm super paranoid about that kind of stuff. And so like... <laughs> All I took was my driver's license. I, I didn't take my phone. I didn't oh take my, gosh. my uh, wallet, nothing. So I took my driver's license. And then for my wedding ring, I only put on one of those little rubber workout yeah. rings that you can just get on Amazon. And I was, I told James, I was like, man, if somebody tries to rob me, they're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> All they got was like this silicone <laughs> ring and a, and a driver's license. Um, and then we, when we went to dinner, um, of course, I said I was, you know, drunk on rum. Yes. Well, at work in the break room, they haven't had any knives. They ran out of the plastic knives. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, at the restaurant, for some reason, they gave us cutlery kits to eat with. I don't know why. Um, But so I took the knives out of the cutlery kits and I 
like brought him back with this. And so you can imagine drunk Stacy, drunk Scrappy Stacy, who is oh, like Scrappy Doo off of Scooby Doo. I'm holding <laughs> two plastic knives, running around the street, being like, "Come at me! Come at me!" Oh my god! <laughs> you know, luckily, there come was. Come at me! Did you? <laughs> no, really? yeah. Oh, no. Well, I did, but there wasn't anybody out there, okay, so nobody, good. nobody saw me. But I was ready. <laughs> if anybody did, I was ready. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Wow. And I told James, I was like, you know, I was like, I'm in, I'm drunk, and I'm in a mood. I probably would talk back to somebody if they approached us. And he was like, Oh, I know you would. He was like, I'm going to run the other way if anybody walks up. So that was hilarious. That reminds me of my grandmother. Yep. That's exactly the kind of stuff she would. <laughs> That's great. You come get my purse. Think again. <laughs> exactly. The hell you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stab you with this plastic knife. <laughs> the shiv. I <laughs> made me a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore is not ready for Stacy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it is so not. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> That's really but, funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but overall, a success, it sounds like. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I feel pretty Ding. good about it. Yeah, thank you. Got a little little building, build de- building for that. A little building. Uh, so, how did you do? What was your goal? So, my promise to myself for October mm-hmm. was to promise to I'm promised to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I talked to the very beginning about how I was not gonna like put a very specific <laughs> yeah. goal on it because I knew myself and true to true to uh, true to me. I mm-hmm. kind of waited until like the last two weeks to actually do anything. Um, but <laughs> that being said, I, I will, mm-hmm. I, I think I meditated a couple of times, but I did do a couple of things. And so I have, I have lots of stuff to talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> because my therapist had suggested that I start reading this book called Hardwiring Happiness mm-hmm. by a man named Rick Hansen. Who did is, they recommend it specifically to you or did they recommend it to the team? Uh, it was my therapist, so she, Oh, your therapist. I'm yeah. sorry, I thought you said boss for some reason. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. No, my therapist. So she, she's been, she has been recommending it to, like, everybody. So okay. it's not just me, but it's like, okay. so basically the book is about, um, changing your, your mindset, uh, in order to have a more positive view on things that are happening to you. And yeah. Rick Hansen is a doctor of... Oh, what is he a doctor of? Um, uh, hold on, psychologist. So he's a, a psychologist person. Mm-hmm. But he works at... Um, I think at the Berkeley UC. I saw this and now I can't find it. Anyway, but he is a... Uh, he is an expert in neuroplasticity and, um, which is like the idea of basically rewiring your brain, um, in order to do things better. So a lot of what's behind meditation and mindfulness is this idea that you, you basically, your, your brain is not, um, a stagnant thing. Like you're able Mm -hmm. to, um, change the way that neurons work and you you can grow th- parts of your brain so that they focus more on positive experiences and um and that they focus less on stress and so there's like a whole movement in this and a lot of what i've read is related to neuroplasticity but richard hansen's book is very um 
easy to read in a way that a lot of the other like scientific books that I've read have not been because uh-huh. they go off on this whole thing about, you know, neurons and this part of your brain and that part of your brain. And um, Rick is just much better at writing, <laughs> like writing things in a simple way. Uh, and he uses really good um, metaphors, which I think helps you helps the stuff stick. So I'm about yeah. 30% through with it. But I wanted mm-hmm. to share a couple of quotes from it. Oh, wait, um, before you go on. Yeah. Um, I think that premise is very interesting, especially since because I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm pretty sure we, we have a lot of episodes at this point. But right. Uh, I don't know what I'm, we do anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we talked about it where um, people have a natural state of happiness or maybe it wasn't happiness maybe it was optimism but we talked about the different people like if um people that were in like a serious accident and maybe lost a leg or something like that and like people will even though they've suffered through this thing they naturally return to their baseline right yes we have talked um, about that Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's interesting because this is saying that you can change it. So if your yes. baseline is lower than you would like, you can change it. Exactly, but it does take. It's like exercising, right? It takes practice, yeah. and you have to, you have to do it. One of the things that uh, most of these scientists say is that basically our brains are hardwired, and I think we talked about this when we were talking about stress. Actually, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a brain that was evolved from you know like running from saber-toothed tigers and stuff so we Mm -hmm. tend to go into these flight or flight situations and we tend to focus on the negative and in fact there's a part of this book where um dr hansen's saying hey you know it's a good thing like it was a our our brains have a i forget what he calls it but it's like a a a tendency to focus on negative things um right and one of the one of the things that he says often is that your brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. Yeah. Um, okay. And it did that because as you were, you know, evolving, it was really important that your brain would react to the negative experience. It was aware of the mm-hmm. negative and it would react because you know, your brain could see, oh, happy sunshine and flowers. But if it focused on that, you know, fine. But if it missed even one time of like a saber tooth tiger in the, you know, <laughs> in the bushes, like then right. you'd be dead. So yeah. your brain evolved to like focus on those negative things to, in order to save you, you know, in order to make sure that you stayed alive. Right. Um, but that's not, this is not a part of our life anymore. But our brains are still kind of hardwired at the very beginning to be Velcro for those negative experiences. And the pa- the positive experiences are just like Teflon. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. that was great. You know, and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And so he basically gives you all of these different um, things that you can do in order to really focus on changing your the neurons in your brain so that you can um, stick, um, you know, you can stick to those good things and that yeah. positive stuff. Um, and so basically he has an acronym called HEAL, which is what the whole book is about. So what you do is 
the first thing is H, have a positive experience. So whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's positive. You notice it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm drinking this tea. Oh, I'm having this lovely conversation. Mm-hmm. And then your E is enrich it. So then okay. it's like you are really being mindful about whatever that is. And you mm-hmm. hold on to that feeling that you get from whatever that positive thing is for at least 15 to 20 seconds okay. or longer, basically as long as you can like be in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an exercise with this drinking tea last night and it was really cool because it was like, you know, I'm going to think about how this tastes. I'm going to think about how this makes me feel. I feel warm and happy drinking this tea right now. And it was mm-hmm. just like, you just really get into it. And then A stands for absorb it. So then you're allowing yourself to just try to soak that in. He calls it soaking in the good. So it's like you imagine all of those feelings just like getting into your body. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last step is linking positive and negative material so that the positive soothes and even replaces the negative. I haven't gotten there in the book yet, so I don't know exactly what that involves. Okay. (laughs) But, um, But the idea is that you're basically, his saying is neurons that fire together, wire together. And so if you're letting yourself really have these mindful, positive experiences wherever they are in your life, and you're focusing on them and you're allowing them to soak into you, that is causing your brain to be less focused on those negative things. And then Mm -hmm. eventually there's apparently a way that you can kind of like replace those negative thoughts. Um, So, yeah. So I thought it's been really good so far. Um, And I highly recommend it. I think that it's um, a really great, easy, accessible read to Mm -hmm. get into some of this mindfulness stuff. And a lot of it is very similar to some of the other stuff that I've read, like the burnout book, for example, and thinking about, because I know one of the things he talks about is basically part of what you're doing with this um, with this mindfulness exercise of happiness is you're allowing your body to feel safe. And if you'll mm-hmm. remember when we were talking about burnout and stress, that part of what you had to do was to find a way to like finish the cycle so that your body like expelled all of its energy and then got back to a point where it felt safe. And so whatever that was for you um, is is what you should do in order to like not be stressed out and not yes. carry that stress in your body. And so yeah. it's very similar to that um, in some ways too. So I, I don't know, I highly recommend it. So I'll link to I'll link to it in show notes as well. So that's one of okay. the things I've been doing is just reading this and as the practices have come up, I've been doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing I've been doing is I wanted, I'd heard, kept hearing about, um, obviously we talked about Headspace as an app uh, whenever we did our like meditation app episode, whenever that was. But um, Headspace has Netflix, uh, a Netflix series now where it basically teaches you how to meditate. And so oh. I had heard really good things about it and I had been meaning to actually uh, look it up. <laughs> and so yeah. I started uh, looking into it and I noticed there were two series. One is the Headspace Guide to Meditation and then the other one is the Headspace Guide to Sleep. And so it's the same company that makes the app and it's the same uh, individual who 
basically runs the <laughs> runs the whole show. Mm-hmm. Andy uh, Pudicom. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying mm-hmm. his last name yeah. correctly. Um, it's actually interesting. I didn't realize that he was the same guy who I had seen a TED talk about um, mindfulness before, where he's like juggling and talking about taking 10 mindful minutes, minutes out of your life to like change your life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll link that in show notes as well, because it's a pretty good TED talk. But, you know, he created the Headspace. He co-founded the Headspace app. And now he's got these uh, the shows. So he narrates and guides you through all the meditation um meditation episodes and what he does in them is he'll take like um you know 20 it's a 20 minute episode and the first 10 minutes are is him explaining either how your brain works or um you know something about a practice that he's going to teach you um and it's all different it's like different meditation tools. So you're like mm-hmm. building your your toolkit as you go along. So oh, part good. of it is, you know, like, hey, I've got lots of these these thoughts running around. How do I just like let them go? How do I do a visualization? Um, how do I do a reflection on like a specific question? How do I deal with stress? So it's like all these very, you know, loving kindness. There's like different... Um, things that you learn each time but it's super accessible and very quick so it's like you get 10 minutes of this lesson and then you have a 10 minute meditation where he takes you through it um Mm -hmm. and so that's been really cool and then the headspace guide to sleep um there's a character or a person who works for headspace and does a lot of the meditations there as well. Her name's Evelyn Lewis Perito mm-hmm. uh, or Eve. And so she does the meditations and like the explanations for, for the guide to sleep. And so she'll go through all of these like best practices for being able to sleep. There's one where she's talking about dreams. There's one where she's talking about turning off screens. Um, there's one where she talks about sleeping pills and, and insomnia. So there's a lot of like really interesting topics. But again, it's like the same setup where you've got 20 minutes in total, 10 minutes of this like I'm teaching you something about mindfulness and this particular thing or practice. And then 10 mm-hmm. minutes of a meditation that's helping you to wind down and get ready for bed. Yeah. So I've been doing that the last couple of weeks and that has been really cool. And on my best days, I get up and I do the headspace meditation in the morning and then the headspace guide to sleep at night. Does not always happen that way. But yeah, yeah, I I have very much been enjoying that. Um, So I highly recommend that as well, especially for people who maybe are like, oh my gosh, I don't really want to pay however much a month it is for Headspace. Um, But I would like to get some basic, um, you know, meditation tools and like, (laughs) I have a Netflix account, so this makes it really easy. So yes. Um, So yeah. So I guess overall, I don't know if it was a success for me or not, but I, I got a lot of tools in my toolkit that now I can share with people. So I'm, I guess I'll call it a win for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was almost like a meditation education instead of necessarily just meditating. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So exactly. So that's, that's even, I would almost say that's even better because now that you have those tools and that knowledge, it'll be easier to move forward. 
Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It's definitely making me feel more like I need to be in tune with like everything in my life, which will lead into my questions for um, for our later discussion. But okay, yes. our moving forward discussion. Yes, <laughs> which I guess is where we need to go now. So, what, are, yeah. what is your plan for November? So I think what I'm going to do for November is work on organizing the house. And I, okay, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I'm um, kind of phoning in these last couple months. But <laughs> it's like, but this is shit that's happening to me already. And I need to do it. And so we're going to make a goal about it. Look, yes, this is what I will say is I think that is perfectly allowed in your situation. <laughs> okay, good. I yeah, approve I this say, message. Like, yeah, I mean, I would. It would be different if my life didn't just if I didn't just totally uproot and change my life. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I I am working constantly. Like, I I don't have time to do anything else. No, so, no, you don't. Um, I think that this is kind of a good goal because it will make me focus on personal things versus because what good what we could do. Okay, so well, I guess let me start a little bit by saying. So we're going back to Illinois to. Um, pack up the house next Uh weekend and we are then we come back and the movers meet us here on the 10th um we close on the 9th and the yeah so we could like totally just have them throw everything in the house and then you know we could get the basics out and then i could just go back to working all the time and not actually take any time to do anything with the house but uh that's why i want to make this my goal is because i need like on the weekend i need to be like stacy don't just go, don't just watch TV and sit on the couch in your pajamas. You need to get the house in order. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm going to try to do. And then also kind of my goal is that my my parents are supposed to come up the weekend of Thanksgiving. Um, and so I want to have it, it doesn't have to be completely unpacked, but I need it to be like an at least like working order by Thanksgiving, basically. Right, right. That makes um, sense. Yeah. So that's kind of my goal. And which is kind of funny because just spoilers for our next episode. <laughs> um, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, th- this will be perfect because we're going to look into the different organization styles versus the home edit versus Marie Kondo. So I think that's perfect because I get to research what will help me in my uh, next month's goal. Yeah, and decide which style works best for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throwing it all away or organizing it by color. <laughs> yeah throwing it all away sounds a lot better about right now <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> but um we actually thought about because a lot of our furniture is just like from when we first got married or whatever right um, yeah and so we we honestly thought about just having like junk be gone come and pick up like almost everything out of our old house and then when we move over here just like bring a mattress uh-huh. and then like that's it and just like get like new stuff start from because, scratch yeah because yeah like, man we we there's so many things that's just old and rickety and mismatch it doesn't even go together you know and right right and a part of the reason why we which i know this is kind of silly but part of the reason we liked this house that we got was because they had coordinated it so well and it was like walking into like pottery barn you know it was like right, all right. the furniture was like perfectly matched and we're like oh can we just buy your furniture too <laughs> So, yeah, I saw yeah. the pictures of your house whenever uh, you had, I don't know if it was you or James had shared it. And I was mm-hmm. looking at them and I was like, man, this looks like it was professionally staged. Was this a yes. professionally staged house? Because it looks right. that way. I know. So I don't know if it um, was or not, but man, it sure looked that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't 
think so, only because they were still living there. Um, right. And so I don't think it was staged furniture, but I could be wrong. But right. I think they're just, they probably hired some fancy professional to come in and, and you know, interior decorator or something. Right, right. But yeah, it yeah, looks really nice. So, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to keep those pictures and then I'm just, we're just going to buy the pieces of furniture <laughs> that they. Just like run them through the, like the Google image. <laughs> yes. Like, where did I find this? Exactly. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's my plan. So okay. kind of simple, but going to be a lot of work, but it's going to make me focus where I need to focus, I think. Right, right. It is an applicable um, uh, focus for your life right now. Yes. Yes. That makes sense so. to me. What about you? Well, I'm having a hard time, so maybe you can help me with this. Um, okay. Because initially, my first, like, my first thought was to... Uh, go back and try to do the, you know, making good nourishing meals for Mm -hmm. November um, because I failed so badly at it the one time that I tried. (laughs) Um, And like, and I need to, like, I understand this is a, this is something that I need to work on, but it Mm -hmm. is not the thing that I am into right now. And I already know I'm going to struggle with it. Like I already know getting into it, I'm going to be like, it's not going to be, I am not in the mood. Like (laughs) I got lots of other stuff going on. Um, And there's other things that I am interested in doing. So I have two options and I'm kind of interested to hear your thought. I definitely, before the year ends, I want to do a, a uh, yoga challenge, you know? Okay. Um, And I had originally slotted that for December. Mm -hmm. Um, So my first thought was, well, if I don't want to do the nutrition thing, I could do the yoga challenge in November. And then in December, maybe I could do something more holistic and, you know, kind of tie all of this stuff together, the mindfulness and the physical stuff and the eating and like all the things that I've worked on at just like general well-being and like just try to exist in a healthy, mindful way and like see if I could pull it all together into like and really integrate it as part of like a lifestyle change, which I feel would be really helpful. Mm -hmm. But here's another option. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I am also, so Kes is learning about uh, national parks at school right now. And so she Mm -hmm. came home and she had like she'd done some type of little project on Yellowstone and so she wanted to find out more about Yellowstone so we were looking up um YouTube videos and she ended up looking up like the 15 best national parks or whatever and Mm -hmm. so we were looking at that and she's like oh I want to go there and I want to go there uh and so she was just she made a list of all these national parks that she wanted to go to (laughs) yeah and, you know, I mean, obviously, it's not like we could go to Yellowstone next week or anything like that. No. But there but there are national parks around. Like, we live mm-hmm. right next door, you know, next door to yeah. the Smoky Mountains. And right. I've never been to Clingman's Dome. I've never been. Mm. Like, there's all these different, like, little places in the Smokies I've never been to. And I've been really wanting to like get outside more and i mean i know that it's like the weather's getting crappy so i would have to do this in november um yeah you know before it gets really bad but you know it's also really pretty right now because the leaves are changing and so uh, another thing that i was thinking about is maybe i could focus on like going hiking and seeing you know being out in nature and like that could Mm -hmm. be my focus for this month so i don't know (laughs) 
very torn about whether of what I should do. Um, because either way, like either I'm going to focus on hiking and being out in nature for November and then I'll do the yoga challenge for December or I'll do the yoga challenge for November and then do um, the like holistic thing for December which yeah. may completely fall apart because it's not very well defined and December <laughs> is is like you know crazy with with holiday stuff and getting ready for Christmas and you know so I, it may not go well anyway but anyway what are your thoughts yeah <laughs> I, okay I open it to that's the floor a- <laughs> all right so that's exactly what I was thinking about December because when you were like I don't think even though like the idea is great that you want to try to do I know you said holistic but even if you try to do anything with food in December it's going to be a fail because (laughs) December is when all the holiday food is and you know you have 500 traditions and you're going to have to build a gingerbread house and you're going to have to bake a pie and you're going to have to whatever so (laughs) like you're going to do you know you're going to do all these things and you're going to make all these desserts and make all this food and so so food in December, nothing food in December is going to happen. Right. right. <laughs> Just go ahead and accept that. Right. Um, so I like the idea of um, exploring the parks and like Cleanman's Dome and stuff like that because um, I realize, yes, it is getting colder. But as, long, as they taught me in Chicago, as long as you dress appropriately, <laughs> then you'll be fine. Um, so <laughs> I don't I wouldn't be too worried about that. But. The reason I like it is because Cleveland's Dome ain't no joke as far as a climb. And I think you'll actually get more exercise than you realize, which is kind of what you were kind of, well, maybe not what you were going for because you said it was either nourishing or yoga. But uh, I think you'll find fun ways to like be healthy. Right, right. Does that make sense? Like the hiking. Yeah. So I think that's a, even a better way than if you were like, I'm going to run every week or whatever. Like, you're more likely to do the exercise with the hiking because right. it'll be fun and your kids will encourage you to go. Right, right. So I think that's good. And then you could still do the yoga in December and that could kind of be your centerpiece like that would kind of keep you centered for all the craziness that happens during and the chaos. holidays. Yeah, no, you that's true. T- yeah, you could have your your maybe once a week like yoga session that just kind of brings you back. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. So those are my thoughts. I'm okay. I'm all for the 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 exploring the Great Smoky Mountains. Okay, all right. Well, then that is what I will do. I will I will do hiking and exploring. Because um, that's really like I have been all I've done all sorts of research. I was like thinking about getting a. Uh, um like an overnight stay a little bit closer to the park like either in gatlinburg or bryson city or something and um oh you could do the train in bryson city yes yes like that was one of my thoughts is like we could go and spend a weekend in bryson city and do the train and then we could go up to cleanman's dome and you know Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of really cool things to do that i think the kids will really enjoy so yeah um yeah so I think I'm going to do that because I always say we're going to get out, we're going to do stuff, we're going to explore, we're going to, and then it never happens. And like, if I, I'm really into it right now. And also if I make it a goal, then maybe it'll actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Just dress appropriately. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I found a really cool blog entry, uh, which I'll try to find 
before and to put into show notes too for anybody else who might be interested in going to clean Mesto. <laughs> um, that was like from a from the perspective of a family that like does a lot of hiking with their kids. And yeah. they were like giving you tips and tricks for going up there. And they had gone, I think, in November as well. And they were like, yeah. hey, you know, it's like 20 degrees colder at the top of Queen's oh, Dome. Yes. So even if you're like in shorts or whatever, like dress for winter whenever yeah. you go up there. And I was like, that's good advice. <laughs> I would have been one of those people who had no idea. Um, so, I totally yeah. forgot about that. But I remember one time as a kid, my parents took us up there. And I remember, yeah, it was warm. And we got out of the car in short sleeve shirt. Or, yeah, a short sleeve shirt. And by the time we were at the top, it was like freezing, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Because it's like the highest... Uh, point in in Tennessee in the highest point on the Appalachian Trail like it's yeah it is no joke um yeah that's what I'm saying yeah so <laughs> I'm excited about it's a easy hike as far as it's all paved right but it right. is uh steep it is steep yeah but they said too that one of the one of the suggestions in the blog was to take your time you're not in a rush take there's like benches and stuff as you're walking up so like Especially oh, yes. if you have young kid, like just rest and, and enjoy and look at look at the scenes and you know, you don't have to like run up all the way to the top and then run all the way back down. Like you can <laughs> take your time. Yes, yes, absolutely. I like, that's a good idea. So um all right. Well then that's what I will do. I will uh what will I promise? I will promise to um to enjoy nature. We'll do it we'll say it yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, because then you can go to Norris Dam and do some hikes over there, too. Right, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. The gazebo. Yeah, the gazebo hike that's behind the museum. I've never been there. Is it a good hike? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's great because so you go it's actually not that long it is a little steep but it's not that long and you get up to the top and there's this gazebo and you're actually above the dam and you're looking down onto the dam and it's better to do in the fall or winter because all the when the leaves fall off you can actually see the dam because if you do it in summer you can't see the right. dam because the, the leaves are there okay yeah yeah okay i'll have to check it's it great. out i'll have to check, check it out. out you should i will i will that's the other thing, too, because there's, like, especially if, oh, knock on wood, I get Kessa uh, vaccinated. But also, the case counts are low here now, too. But, like, there's a lot of really cool things to do indoors as well. So I'm kind of hoping that, like, we do outdoor stuff as we wait to for the vaccinations to happen. And then, like, if case counts still be low, and then once Kess is vaccinated, like, maybe we can do... Um, because there's like a, a lot of really cool music. Like I've n- we've never been to the to the museum there at um, yeah at Norstam. We've never been mm-hmm. to the Appalachian Museum, which I have been, but they haven't been to right. um, Museum of Appalachia. And w- there's also the like fossil site in Gray, Tennessee, which is really cool. And I've always wanted to take them, and I never ha- have had the chance. And it's like oh, I don't okay. think I've heard of that. It's really neat. It's um. They were trying, I think that's when they were trying to like widen a roadway or build a freeway or whatever. And they found like this fossil site of like all of these, you know, different animals. And so they have like a live working fossil site there where they're digging into wow. the dirt and, and 
you know, recovering bones and putting them together, but they've made a museum out of it. So you can go and see what they've, what they've recovered and, um, you know, and find out about the fossil process. And I don't know, it's really cool. And I thought that the kids would really enjoy it. And I was like, yeah, when we were studying about fossils last year in homeschool, I was like, we should go to, oh, we can't go because of COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, make up for all of that lost time and go see mm-hmm. all the things. It's like my plan now. See all the things. That's what I'm going to do. Yes. Enjoy nature and see all the things. I can do that. All right. Well, then I think we're ready for a month. I think so, too. And yeah, so um, we have awesome things coming up for next few weeks. So uh, stay tuned. But if you do have any ideas that you want to swing by our way or thoughts or comments or anything like that, you can go to facebook.com slash weekly buddy time or send us an email at weekly buddy time at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I'd like to hear how everyone's doing on their resolutions and maybe because since we're coming up on January, That's we got to start thinking about resolutions. That's right. Like, what are we going to do next year? I really mm-hmm. love the way that uh, this whole promise, promise a month thing has worked out for me. So um, I had to think of if I'm going to just might do the same thing again. <laughs> yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it, too. This is probably one of the only times that I have actually kept up with my resolution for the entire year. Right. This is probably the only time. Mm -hmm. Same. And I think part of it is because, you know, obviously we talk about it every, every month. Yeah. But the other thing too, is that because it's divided up into months and like we swift, 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 we shift focus every month. Yes. Um, I think that that has helped too. So, yeah. So now the question for our year-end review will be, do we feel that we are a better person at the end of the year because of it? Are are we just checking boxes or did we actually improve? That's a good question. All right. Well, we can start. We can start thinking and contemplating the answer to that question. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We got some time. We do. We do. Okay. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you too. Enjoy getting your house all ready. Thanks. I'm super excited. I, I, I love moving and unpacking and stuff. So I'm super excited. It's like excited. you get to restart over. I know. Yeah, There's exactly. Nice and you get to like that. decide where everything goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James makes fun of me all the time because when I, when I actually get in a cleaning mood, I will literally like pull everything out of a room. And then I'm yeah. like, well, not the furniture usually, but... I pull everything out and then work on putting it back in. And he makes fun of me. He's like, you just made a worse mess. And I'm like, for now. <laughs> right, right. My problem is that I have the same tendency. Um, but then it just takes so long. Like, it's not something I can do in a week. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, and so then I just end up with, like, a big mess for however long. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the key is you have to, you have to put the key it back. Is you have to clean up your mess. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you next week. Okie dokie. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho